real life street stars, man. We got us one. Goddamn, we going all the way through that, man. JB, Mr. Jake Bailey in the goddamn building. What's good, man? Hey, what it do, man? Man, it's a blessing right here, man, because it's a family affair, man. Uh, you know, we, we, we come out that same section, man, and I ain't gonna lie, you one of the main niggas that put on for the North, my nigga. Uh, a lot of niggas that came out the North, and you you prime real estate in that motherfucker, man, for real, for real. And it's crazy, because... Y'all been doing y'all thing for a while. Y'all had a lot of people come through the caps, you know what I'm saying? With yeah. big lights. And I just sat back. But you know, I appreciate the love. It's a pleasure and honor at the same time, you know. Nah, crazy. Everything happened for a reason at its own time, and man. It's, it's crazy because your name was always on the list of when we first started this shit, you know, um now you good, you know, you know, the, hey, the cage the shit be jumping off just like that. <laughs> it be jumping off just like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real life got <laughs> for real. Nah, you you were you were one of the guys that we was always like we need to um like you know when we first you know we're like oh we gotta get Pookie we gotta get Luigi we gotta get Dolsky we gotta get JB we gotta go through there TK we get like you you know you was already the names that we was already like we fuck with you on a regular basis so it's like and you made a name for yourself so again the timing is only right to finally get you in here to tell your story man for those that are deaf dumb stupid been living under rock man who might not know who the fuck you is and what the fuck going on go and tell them man what it is man yeah it's been you know. For for a while and still now, it's kind of it was kind of hard to put the the face with the records. You know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Because mm -hmm. when we was popping social media, went around like Tom Betty. You know what I'm saying? We That's had my, MySpace a little bit, but for the most part, it was just straight street grind. So um, I had the record she fly in the in the Dougie area. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, she but, fly, she yeah, fly, yeah, that, she hey, fly. You play Come that on to now. Day, you know what I'm saying? The girls still gonna get crazy. You know what I'm saying? But. That was one of the, the uh, bigger records I had, but uh, marching up the block, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah, nah, you for know real. Get yeah, and I had a lot of street records, you know what I'm saying, that I put out, but it wasn't the time at that time, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Dallas was. Man, hold on, wait, wait. Take, take, I'm just curious, man. You know, and like you, you said something that was very pivotal as far as what I felt was going on in the Dallas music scene right. as niggas had records but they just didn't know who the artist was that did them hoes. Yeah. So niggas with no records, but they weren't quite, even though, of course, the videos is out there, you know, whatever, whatever, but you just didn't know who the hell had that record. Right. How was it for you as far as in the She Fly days, as far as knowing you had this big-ass record in the club, and you go in the club, you know, the DJs know you, yeah, right. those that know you know you, yeah. but when you chopping over to just, a, like, a, you just see a female just gigging to your shit, and you, and you, you, like you, like you know, you the nigga that made the record. And you go up there and say, oh, "Yeah, you know, I'm JB. You know, I'm, I'm the one flies nigga out here, man." Right. It, how did that? Yeah. How, how did that go for you? I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy, but it was. I, I feel like I still had to keep grinding because, like, when I was doing shows out of at the city, they knew. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when I, in, inside the city, it was so big, like motherfuckers would be jamming to my shit, and they wouldn't even know it when they find out. Like, damn, I never knew that was your son. So, I feel like I was just. It's just part of the shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I say, it wasn't just no major platform where we were just posterized all over the net, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They had a video, but if it weren't MTV or, you know, BET and shit like that, it, you couldn't really just see a nigga shit like that, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to say you were the first person to bring a major production music video to the to the hood. Yeah, Boomtown. Shout out to my nigga <laughs> Yeah. Nah, for Shout real, out, man. Hey, Boomtown was... That's my nigga. He did uh, Marching Up the Black and he did She Fly. Yeah. And he brought the trailers out. You know, we had a, we had a house over there in, in, uh, in, in the north by the fire station. Yeah. White, big house. White folks mad. We brought the big truck. They were like, I've been over here 30 years. 
Never seen no shit like this. Get out of here, y'all. Like, damn, it was lit, though. But shout out to Boomtown. That shit was loud. Yeah, shout out Boomtown. Man, man, for those that don't know, man, as far as, uh, man, you hell out the north, man. Um, Were you always... Uh, in the North, man, what, what's your history in North Dallas, man? What section was you coming out of, man? Um, yeah, we, we, you know, I'm from Arkansas, really. Little yeah. Rock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, my, um, hey, I'm from Little Rock. My, my, well, my family's from Little Rock. They came to Dallas to find, find right. a better life for themselves. Way back in the 80s, said whatever the fuck time it was, and right. therefore we landed in North Dallas. That's, then basically, that's what it was. My T. John, we came, so we moved to Abrams when we first got here, so. Yeah. Um, how, hey, how, how, was, how was Abrams back then, man? Um, people always uh, talk about how North Dallas was one way and then slowly start turning to this. I ain't gonna lie. North Dallas was white folks. White folks. I mean, to the point to where, like, that's where if you was in the hood, you gonna come to get your kids out of the hood. Like, you felt like you was doing something if you was in the North. You know what yeah. Man? So once they start getting, like, the Section 8 vouchers coming after, <laughs> that's when shit start to, you know, but... At one point, it was all white folks and foreigners and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, nigga got a, it was a reputation. If you from the North, you soft. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't really no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that ain't, yeah, that That ain't. was just, in a sense, our section. You know what I'm saying? But over the years, like I say, shit. Did that make you go a little harder? Like, as far as, you know, when niggas, you know, when you you know what you, you know, you know what cloth you cut from. Right. And when niggas say that shit just because you ain't out there with, with the whatever. No, I, no. Like you say, I, I always feel like no matter where you at, it's how you is. You, it's yeah, really for real. Everywhere. So I never felt like, but I did when I was out of town, like, you know, working my projects and shit, a um, couple of the first ones, and they they be like, where you from? I scream Dallas, and they I always say either Oak Cliff or Sad Dallas first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to, I felt like I was going to put the North, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we from North Dallas. It's, it's street niggas out here, too. It's niggas getting money out here, too, you know, but they always looked at it as, that's where the white folks sit. So they're like, where you from, Sad Dallas? Even when niggas used to go to the county, they, where you, where you from, Black East Dallas? I was like, nah, I'm from North Dallas. I used to love putting that on, you know, just because I saw real niggas everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Nah, for real. Man, and I'm always curious, man, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad you're here because this is like almost educational, man, for the young niggas coming up, man. Um, before she fly and you getting that big break as far as, you know, getting the city to really follow behind the song, how long were you rapping before then to, you know, finally get that one that, you know, was getting traction, you know, radio play and all that? How long were you uh, fucking around at the rap shit? Man, I say before before she fly took out and I was like, this is what I, I can really do this and get some money. Yeah. I probably put in about, about seven, eight years. Mm. So with that being said, for those artists that's on that oh, same yeah. grind that's, you know, working that shit and, they, you know, they be like, man, they ain't really pot shit. What, what would you tell them as far as just as far as their process? I mean, you got to trust it. You got to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be ups and downs in the game, you know, constantly changing. So you got to be able to adapt. And, I mean, if you some people, you know, get blessed enough or fortunate enough to have, make shit happen overnight or in a short period of time. But for the most part, to build a solid foundation where you in control and you know you, know, you want to do what you want to do, it's going to take a little minute. You know what I'm saying? As real, man, you know, we was blessed enough, you know, during our Decca Boy era, you know, to, uh, you know, Rook and Fast got, you know, left, right, left, start catching traction. You know, we had songs with Lil Will and before uh, my Dougie, then, you know, my Dougie start, you know, getting traction. How was it for you as far as um, getting that local fame? You know, once you, you know, uh, you know, Doski G, you know, when, was with him before she bad, start getting traction, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Alpha T.I. Boulevard, you know, them late nights. How was it for you 
when your songs start finally getting traction, you know what I'm saying? Nigga might start booking you now. Now you can kind of start traveling a little bit, you know, getting paid for, you know, getting paid for some music. Now, how was that for you, money? Well, for me personally, I'm a, uh, it happened so fast in a sense, and it was a transition because, you know, before I let, you know, we just used to do it in a sense for fun. Cause like I say, Dallas really don't have no major pioneers. Like they really like putting stone, like the real blueprint of, how to generate money in, in the business format. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we were just doing it for just to be doing it. Like I, I came up looking up to Lucha and Pookie. So at one point it was like, damn, if I can just rap with them, I done done something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So when when it started to take off, that's when I started to realize like, damn, I'm doing something. But by that time, I'm already knee deep in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I gotta and and I mean, I was I was with the label I was with, you know, we came up with together, Rich Minds. Shit went south. So it just it happened too fast, so I, I was like, shit, man, if, you know, we can do it all again, I say you just got to be able to have everything in perspective first. Like, know it's going to go there, you know what I'm saying? Now, what what are your thoughts, man, on the Dallas Boogie era, man? Some people call it a curse that Dallas went through that era because niggas thought niggas just jigging and dancing out here. Some niggas say, nah, that really defined Dallas. Like, that really gave y'all niggas a look. What are your thoughts as far as you being part of that whole Boogie era, you know what I'm saying, when niggas was actually, you know, getting out there, you know, jigging and dancing to the music? I say, I, I think it was good because it shed a light on the city, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, like they say, any light, bad or good, you know, it's going to be good for what we're trying to do. But um, I, I, I respected the boogie movement. I just feel like it just, it, it overshadowed everything else. And 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 at, and at that time, like, that's all they wanted. So you, you would probably have to put yourself inside a box to get as far as you know what I'm because it, it, it would be they will only play certain type of music so Dallas and then when you go outside the city they look at it like oh y'all this type of rappers can't nobody really rap y'all just make you know boogie music and this music but I feel like it it, it was necessary because every city in a sense got some type of dance era in they shit so you know, it wasn't nothing wrong with it to me. I, I mean, I, I couldn't dance, and I wanted to make a dance record, so I chose to fuck with the ladies. You know there you go. So, I mean, each his own, but I feel like it. it however you look at it, it, it helped out. It, it helped me out. So shit, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Man, so give us a story. Um, as far as you know, you got a song, the ladies fucking with it. You fuck with the ladies. Give us a story, man, as far as maybe one night that shit might got a little too turned up, you know what I'm saying? A little bopper might got a little too bopping, you know what I'm saying? Anything you could t t t say on say on camera, goddamn it. Nah, look, it was crazy because we was at, uh, man, that she fly, I love she fly. <laughs> He's like, love she fly. Nah, but, um, you know, just typical, like, hood star famous shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I remember one time uh, uh, one of the homies I grew up with, you know what I'm saying, in the hood, he had he was working at the hotel over there for Greenville. And after the club, I had popped up with two little bad-ass bitches. But then when he seen me, it was like, damn, this nigga really, like, that's 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 what you expect. Like, I know he popping this shit everywhere on the radio. Then he walk in with two bad, so it, it, it kind of like, damn, nigga really living the life of a... Yeah, like, damn, You know, that just, that's it with the shit, but... As you grow up, they be like, that shit ain't shit, but we done had some wild nights, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my, my Dallas women, I love them, man. Man, what's the wildest time you done seen, like, you know, you know, Dallas used to shoot themselves in the foot with the clubs, man, as far as niggas just get to fighting and shit. What's the wildest shit you done seen, or maybe probably even been a part of, to where, like, uh, some club shit got shut down on some niggas just acting ignorant, my nigga? 
Man, I remember one time um, some cats from in blue. Ah, oh, nigga. Easy night. From what I can remember, like, I seen one dude just clear everybody. You know what I'm saying? Nigga. Big nigga. I think you probably from the other side of the cliff or something, but. I mean, even Jeezy had to stop. Like he knocking bitches out. He just sliding God everybody. Damn. Like it, it, it came, it came to a point where like motherfuckers was running up. But after you start seeing people getting knocked back, so it was start. They start dispersing back, and he was just like King Kong in that motherfucker. I'm like, and Blue, you know, like Dallas is one of them clubs. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So, you could just imagine how this shit was. I'm like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Nah, you clear out Blue, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Nah, for real, man. The music during that era, man, was, you know, again, a lot of, there was a lot of hits that people didn't know was coming out of Dallas. Right. They just didn't know the faces to those to the music and niggas were kind of getting deals and, right. you know, was doing tours and making money out here, but it was still based on the song and not the artist. Right, right. Um, Dallas slowly came out of that, man, and uh, went into this, this transition as far as getting back to this trap talk, you know what I'm saying? You have artists like, uh, I don't know, like Mo3 and stuff that came from, after you, after you, uh, you know, after T Cash, after that started talking about this this other shit where niggas ain't really so much more jigging and dancing no more, but now they now they talking about you know stepping and you know the, the drug the drugs is back in it, right, right, and this right. is this is in the section of North Dallas, man. How how was that as far as even you? Cause you know you 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 come from both cloths, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you talking to the ladies, but then you know you've been out here, so it's like. You know, you get the lingo, you get what it is, and but it's the fans of music that okay, we used to like this dancing shit. Now we're trying to get acclimated to this, right. to, to this trap and to this stepping shit. How how was that for you as far as seeing the transition of the music? I mean, um, it was crazy because like that's how we used to do anyway. Like, right. That that was the music that what it was in Dallas anyway. It wasn't nothing other than that. Like if you think about like. You know, come from come from the know, but even on the other side, the rappers that uh, from DFW, Twisted Black and um, Gator Main, and you know, like Cotton Mav, like the OG, we they really wasn't on no dance type. Well, they wasn't on no dance type shit. Lucci Pookie them, like so. I feel like it just it all comes a circle. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like I say, my first record was one no record for the ladies or nothing. It was marching up the block. So yeah, you know, we brought the whole hood out, and it was on some. We in the trap, you know, y'all go check that shit out, you know, it. That, and that was kind of like a like a pioneer video of the North because really Facts. basically like the first one and it was on some street shit. But like I say, it was kind of ahead of their time. So I, I feel like it just all come back because like you say right now, that type of music is what motherfuckers tapped into. So, I mean. Now, big facts. Um, Did you ever have a... Uh, as far as Mo Three, man, did you have a relationship with him? Did you? I mean, what, what was if if there was a relationship? What was that? As far as him coming up out of North Dallas, trying to put on for that section? Well, uh, Mo Three, fool, rest in peace to the homie. Yeah, definitely, rest in peace. That nigga, true, truly talented, bro. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm truly talented. But I, we weren't just everyday buddies. But like you say, like I come before yeah, that. It's nigga. a different era. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, them niggas come up under me in the sense, yeah. looking up to. Like I say, the music that I didn't put out before. So, because in the north or in the streets, period, you know, if you tapped in, you you didn't heard or something, and it, it ain't it ain't no smut on my shit. So I feel like Mo Three knew that, in in a sense of when he did his interview, he came and reached out. You know what I'm saying on the Afghanistan interview. Yeah. And um, I was rocking with him because I respected what he was doing as far as representing the north and doing it well. Like you can rap, so. Let's go, cause I mean, I, I like I say, I, I wasn't from North Dallas. I grew up out here, so I wasn't gonna be like, you know. So when he was, 
he reached out, I fucked with him. Then I um I told Rook, um, I was like, I wanna, you know, get in the studio with him. And um Rook made it happen. But, you know, he didn't have all the pieces at the time for his, you know, his auto-tune or whatever. So we were going through some beats. We never made it happen, but yeah. at, at that day he was when I met him, he was like, man, I'm, I fuck with your record. I used to sing that shit every day. And Rook could tell you, like, that was some real shit. I'm like, damn, this nigga make, make me know that my shit ain't in vain. Like, niggas respect the art and the work I didn't put in. So I, I fuck with little bro. And man, so for, for you, man, the, the storyline was always he ain't from North Dallas. What was your thoughts on that as far as just, you know? A lot of niggas that's from North Dallas ain't from North Dallas. You know what I'm saying? And... The point of it is, if if that was the only reason why niggas weren't fucking with him, that was some bullshit. Because, like, how how long do you got to be in North Dallas to earn your citizenship? Like, <laughs> a nigga putting on, you know what I'm saying? So I never looked at that like from he not from North Dallas. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, if a nigga put in some work and you no, know, but I never indulged in that shit. And like I say, like we won every day, and it was because bro was doing his thing. He, on yeah. the road, dropping shit, we working. I'm doing what I'm doing, so it wasn't nothing like that, but nah, I never, I thought it was some bullshit. Now, I ain't gonna lie, man, you, you've been one of the realest in the game, man, uh, and you know, it's kind of hard to be that in this industry, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it it may block, it may block you from going further, you know, cause yeah. you might be on some real shit and niggas might expect some fake shit out of you. Like, man, nigga, I, I can't do that right there. I, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta stand on my, what I stand on. Right, I feel like, um, I could show, but yeah, no, nah, no, nah, go ahead. That's why you know that was yeah, it. That's, um, I feel like that they got a lot, a, a lot to do with it. But I feel like I mean, success is just setting goals and accomplishing. You know what that's I mean? real. So, like I didn't done a lot of shit. Like you know, from from putting on to you know investing and making money and, and still being out here. That's the main thing. So that facts. I don't really um, I don't really get caught up with the extra shit. So I, I don't need rap. So I don't have to do shit I don't I normally wouldn't do. To. That's real. And and I mean it's so much politics with this shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like motherfuckers uh see you every day. I mean see you in the club face to face and they JB whoop 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 and but won't repost your shit on IG. That's real. They fan base might be a little bigger or it ain't popular to do right now. But it's kinda like if you fuck with a nigga, you fuck with a nigga. Nigga ain't gonna ask you but I feel like it was if it's genuine, it's through and through. Not everything, but you can pick and choose and see what's, what you can, you know, nigga might drop an album or repost a video. So I just look at it so much politics and and, and I try to keep it solid. I was raised like that, so I don't get caught up with the extra shit. So I, I be out the way most of the time. That's why, you know, you might drop a video here, drop a video there. And you know, I love, I just love to make music. You hear me so? Now, I'm curious, man. You know, you have situations like Pook and Lucci with uh, Kevin A. Uh, DSR with George Lopez, Rainwater with Mo3. Um, have you ever had that that management type situation as far as you ever lock in with a manager, or if not, why? Like I say, bro, like, as far as, like, real management, like, because you say um, George Lopez. Yeah, the DSR situation, you know, Pook and Lucci, they had the Kevin A situation. Talking about Mo, them, Mo like investors. Kevin A, I would say, like, I mean, because they put them in position to right. get their music out, but like some, like now I always been doing. You yeah, know, you are you, from me. me from knowing you. It's always been you. You yeah. making the calls. You handling the business. You cutting the checks. You know, you yeah. doing it all. Which is not a good thing, but I just feel like I think it's like when you so like headstrong and you so, in a sense, 
like we was talking about earlier, like you don't indulge in a lot of shit. You kind of find yourself by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got people that that that's in position to make moves to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my nigga, shout out Red Ridge, ATL partner, set them in Atlanta. But yeah. As far as just having a solid team, like I see, I see how it go when people want to control with the rich mind situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that situation let me know that you just better out bumping your head by yourself because at the end of the day like when you at the brink of me having one of the hottest records in the city then you got somebody that you you supposed to do this shit with just deliberately going around trying to get your shit blackballed yeah. it's kind of like then get it blackballed because we had i had a situation with um asylum with now 300 as far mm. as and, and it wasn't no the deal that they were getting like because we had we had our own budget money we just wanted the machine yeah you know what I'm saying so we we worked out the situation to where it was gonna benefit everybody and you know just you know shit didn't work out so you that's why you see how she flowers all the way here then bloom after blue it just so what like are you able to discuss as far as what exactly you feel happened in that scenario for you know with, yeah, with, with the richmond situation and yeah at that time it was so much shit going on in dallas as far as like the little wheel situation yeah. with um spain them and all that shit with big hood about all this shit was under kind of like the same little Umbrella, so when um, Rich Mind and them start talking about lawsuits and shit, that's when them sounding like we, y'all Dallas niggas got too much shit going on. Yeah. Like, I'm, we just gonna have to get your shit together and, and we'll try it again. Like, we can't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of died down in the city, but I mean, they started adding it to damn near every, every radio station across the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they pulled the plug, which can, and I mean, it's, it's just crazy, bro. That's why I say it's too much politics. And it's like, I yeah. put all that work in and build yourself up and then boom. And you got to, you right back at square one because you got that momentum hard to. Yeah, no, nah, that's facts. Up, you know what I'm saying? So. With that being said, um, man, you still been, you know, in the studio, you still been cooking up, man. You know, we didn't shot a few, a few videos, man. Right. Y'all go, y'all, yeah, y'all go through that catalog, man. That, I, I, and with our, with the videos you shoot, man. The girls that be in there, who be picking them goddamn girls? Like, do you be going, do you be hand-selecting the motherfuckers, bro? Like, what? Hey, yeah. They got to get I, vetted. That's why I say shout out to all of them, because they fuck with me. See, I feel like women going to take you further than dealing with a whole bunch of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a sense, because, you know, niggas do it for the women. There you so go. you get them, you get the niggas. So I, I try to tap in with them as much as possible. So, like, I, I feel like, you know, nothing better than... What goes with good music other than pretty women? You know what I'm saying? Not so, as facts. Yeah, hell yeah, I pick them out. So y'all tune in, fine, fine. Like you say, real life, they they bless yeah. me with a lot of videos. You know, we nah, got all type, high budget ones, middle budget ones, low the, budget ones, but they all yeah, the shit. content is there. Goddamn it! You know, y'all tap in, man. Now, hey, now you did one recently that we put on our channel, man. Where at the beginning of that whole bro, nigga, your house was on fire. I'm like, man, it's like a whole situation. Man, what what was that right there, man? Because I'm like, damn, it did, was was it did, was it some chicken grease? I mean, there's niggas cooks. I mean, what was that that I'm like? Because you know, there's no context in what the hell going on. But then you see the video and you're like, oh shit! And you listen to the words, you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh shit! Nah, see, uh, man, that that's some other shit. It was. Man, look, October 1st. I named it October 1st. October 1st, ago, man. Yeah, a year ago. October 1st flow, flow got that. shit got burnt up. And the story's so crazy. It, that's a whole nother episode. But basically, <laughs> basically it's just, you just got to watch the company you keep. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, I mean, I was sleep. My, you know, motherfucker 
burnt my shit up, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking like, who the fuck would want to burn my shit up? First of all, who the fuck know where I stayed to burn my shit up? Yeah. So I was, man, it took me a while to put the pieces together, but you know, I, fortunately, you know how shit, what, what you do in the dark come to the light. And I took a loss, but shit, I came back like the first of the month. Hey, you know what, what, hey what was all destroyed in that situation? Dude? What was all destroyed? What was all damaged? I mean, what, what, I what mean, all you lost? Um, I lost the truck, the house, I had to move, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My old school got burnt. Now, that's he. I want you to stop right there, bro. Now, anybody who knows this nigga JB, <laughs> then fuck the North, then been around Dallas. Right, right. Then seeing you pull up. And that in that North Carolina, you know that you know, yeah. then seeing you pull up in that white and black blue thing, bro, and for me to hear that that was, that's gone. That, that hurts my soul, bro. That hurts my soul. But yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's funny because with everything that we lose in the past, it like only opens up doors for more, you know, that extra, that motion in the future. So, with that being said, um, man, you know, we got the we got we got we got the Eskimo situation now. We got we. I mean, we like we rebranded like a motherfucker, man. Uh, I definitely want to, you know, touch on as far as for everything that you've been doing, and like again, you're right. As far as some artists just ain't built to keep making music like this, right, right, right. they ain't built to keep going. But you, you still have so much stories to tell, like a motherfucker. What kind of you know what what keeps you as far as be like boom? Of course, the she fly days. You know that got that got positioned, but you've had so much other music that, of course, is positioned to take off. And then now we in this social media era, we in this TikTok era. The, uh, even the she songs like she fly, that shit right there go on TikTok right now. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. nigga, it, that's you know. So how, like, what are you seeing in the music today that keeps you 